and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. That makes me Mike. Mike, how was your week? Uh, my week was was pretty okay. I mean, not not too high, not too low. Um, I will say, uh, you know, there was uh, somebody that I that I loved and looked up to passed away this weekend, and and uh, I'm not going to go into any detail on it or anything, but uh, I'm going to miss the hell out of her. And wow. uh, yep, she sounded like a wonderful person, and I mean, she was. I am, I am sorry for your loss. She was. I'm going to miss her running into her at the most awkward times at, at places and being like, hey, yeah, what are you doing here? Are you following me? And then her being laughing and being like, yeah, I'm definitely following you. And uh-huh. I ran into her one time, I swear, at Walmart. I think it was. I ran into her four different times <laughs> in the store. And it started to look like one of us was following the other one. So maybe maybe it was true. Maybe in a world was- full of assholes, you got to enjoy the good people while they're around. Oh, yeah. You know, because they remind you what the assholes are there for is to provide contrast. So mm-hmm. that when you do find someone who's really good, you recognize them immediately and, and you don't have to, like, guess. You don't have to guess at their motivations or their. Nope. You know, I mean, it was always, uh, and I know my, my brother will be listening and he'll be, uh, agreeing with me, but it was always so easy. It was always so easy to, to talk to her and to, uh, and to be around her. And there was no agenda. There was never an agenda, right? You she know, had like her, most sure people have belief. agendas, Yeah, but, uh, never can I ever remember besides when I said about her wanting to me to cut my hair and shave off my beard years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think was less of an agenda and more of a uh, you look like a lady with a beard kind of a thing. <laughs> Which that's is funny. fine by me that she thought that. I, I think that's just that 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 makes me love her even more. It was funny. And she, you said she was in her 80s, right? Yeah. 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 So a different generation, you know, she had her perspectives and stuff. They weren't necessarily invalid just because they. Oh, no in vogue when she was 80 <laughs> you know like <laughs> like you can't keep up forever you know true um, i give a lot of i give a pass to a lot of people in that generation although i was so this weekend i had my nephews uh twin boys uh my sister's kids mm-hmm. over uh for a visit just got their permits if i'm not mistaken right that is correct they just a couple days ago actually yeah and uh, my one time uh, to stop nephew. walking on the sidewalks. Yeah. Well, Aha. and one of my nephews, I'm not going to give their names. I'm just going to call them A and M. So A was expecting a phone call from a job uh, that he wanted, has been wanting for years. And uh, he knows the family that owns the, the place. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's in line with his dreams of being uh, a chef someday. Like he wants to pursue culinary arts. And uh, so, you know, we're like, oh, well, keep your phone on you, you know, and keep it charged because you might get this call. And so we ended up on Friday night, we ended up going over to my friend's house for uh, sushi and then and then a campfire. And he got the call while he was there. He got an interview on Monday. So nice. So I, I and then yesterday we went to the Baltimore Aquarium. Uh, very nice yeah so i haven't been there in like 15 years or something um and uh the only thing that made me sad was that the rainforest exhibit was closed oh yeah yeah it's under repairs Uh, Um, at least it's under repairs and not that they were taking it out yeah it's it's just closed until like fall um i'll have to remember that because we were we were talking about taking the kids and going down there this summer so we may have to may have to wait until the fall to go so that they can see the rainforest exhibit then my kids haven't been there uh oh my goodness it's been a long time since we went to the uh, baltimore aquarium the only thing i don't like about it is the crowds because you can't see anything you have to like fight for position yeah and you really can't but i mean it all depends on when you go if you ended up going on a monday at like 10 a.m i'm sure you'd have all the fucking time that you wanted to just stare at the fish and enjoy. it's not like the doctor's office the security office or the bank everybody's not yeah. clamoring there at 10 a.m on monday <laughs> yeah exactly exactly but um 
one other thing that surprised me is that they no longer have a dolphin exhibit. I mean, they do, but they no longer have dolphin shows. And I don't know if that what the the reasoning behind that was. I think probably because a lot of people view it as inhumane to force the animals to perform. That was my assumption. I, it, I would think that that's probably what it is. Well, they didn't, um, they didn't offer know. an explanation. That was my assumption. And I was very happy of that uh, to, to assume that. But mm-hmm. it could also be simply staff staffing shortages. You know, maybe I mean. The last two years have been brutal on the on the tourist industry, and they get their money from admission. So you know um, they might not be able to afford to pay for extras like that. Although I would like to believe it's what you said that that they're like, okay, well these are clearly extremely s- intelligent, possibly mammals. Uh, almost certainly self-aware. Oh yeah, you know, sapient. So it's that. The fact that you're keeping them in a tank is almost inhumane. And and the fact that you'd be making them do fucking tricks for fish is 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 downright slavery, you know. I mean, yeah. And when you when you break it down to it, yes, it definitely is. You're enslaving yeah. a race to yeah. to entertain dumb to entertain fat you. assholes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, I got splashed by water. The big fish, he jumped in the air and hit a ball. Not to say that I was not amazed when I got to see that kind of stuff when I was a kid. I was always, for sure. I always dug going to the uh, over Hershey Park to the dolphin shows when they had them over there and sea lions and everything. But uh, I think, you know, it was a it was a sign of a bygone era, much like the circus. Well, a lot of people did not realize that these animals were self-aware yet. Um, it just wasn't the science wasn't there. There was like one guy named John C. Lilly who was doing studies on dolphins. He was the first person to suggest that they had a language. Hmm. The thing about him is that he was constantly high on different types of drugs like ketamine and angel <laughs> dust and shit. And and he did this experimentation with well, first of all, he's famous for doing the isolation tanks. There's mm-hmm. a movie that's loosely based on him called Altered States, which is starring starring uh, William Hurt, which is really fucking weird. Uh, but his weirdest exp- uh, exploits were later in life when he had this woman live with a dolphin in this environment. And... Uh, Basically, she began to uh, sexually manipulate the dolphin um, to completion, and the dolphin <laughs> fell in love with her, as far as he could tell, and and became extremely depressed when the experiment ended and she left. That's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really weird. Really fucking weird. I'll just keep my uh, knowledge of dolphin language to Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he's up on the yeah. road. Ra- <laughs> <laughs> you have a dorsal fin. <laughs> I don't know why I did that in an accent because he doesn't talk like that at, at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does an accent when he does the whole thing because I'm Heinz. Oh, yeah, I, I am gets velvet, trainer of dolphins. That's right. Yes. He is doing an accent. Yeah, you were you were okay. correct. All right, all right. Obviously, I need to watch that movie again. It's been too long. <laughs> I used to have them on the DVR before we got rid of uh, the cable and went with uh, with uh, just the air channels and all the streaming services and stuff. But yeah, yeah, I had to find them and watch them again, especially especially the first one. I laughed my ass off. <laughs> um. So yeah, it was a good week. Uh, I took I took the boys out to the horse farm. Uh, and got them to muck out a stable. Oh boy! Yeah, they actually did a pretty good job. So I was I was pleased. I I it took them. The funny thing is, and there were two of them working, is that it took them as long as it took me to do a half stall that was had like a good six inches of fucking horse shit compacted down to from twelve, like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just heavy oh, yeah. as shit. And to make matters worse, it was a half stall that was tucked back in the back part of the barn. And there's a big fucking uh, deep freeze there that we keep the medicine and stuff in. And so you can't open the stall door all the way. And even if you could, you can't really get the barrow in there. Mm-hmm. So it was like 
dig, lift, walk, dump, walk yep. the whole time. And I'm, I've been there. Yeah. And it, it sucks, but you got to get it done because you're not going to let the poor animals stand in 12 inches of shit and piss. And it stank like a motherfucker. The ammonia was overwhelming. Ah, uh, yes. It was, it was like standing in a box of fucking horrible kitty litter. <laughs> and and uh, so I finished that up and they had finished two stalls. And I, in my head, I'm like, I would have gotten each of those done in 15 minutes. But then I thought the first time I mocked out a stall, it took me 45 minutes. So obviously there's some muscle memory and some familiarity and like yeah. streamlining oh, yeah. that you learn, you know, like you like you learn how to streamline your process and, and not, you know, use use your energy more efficiently, especially when you're shoveling task. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not pleasant it's it's an unpleasant task i like doing it because it's good for the horses and it's good exercise but i think i'll take bail hay bale tossing over that any day (laughs) it smells a lot better it smells a lot better although you do get itchy as fuck by the end you got like hay down your fucking shirt fucking hay in your fucking hair in your boots in your fucking tied into your bootlaces somehow even though you didn't untie yep. your boots it scrapes your skin up and then when you go to wash your hands the first time yeah it stings makes you want to scream yeah 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 i have like little fucking micro abrasions all over yep. my arms and shit yeah you know it's good for that corn huskers lotion you yeah. should be able to still get that stuff at like walmart or uh, cvs or any of those kind of places yep just put it on afterwards. Yeah, you can put it okay. on afterwards. It's like a it's like a hand treatment that's almost like a uh, almost like a jelly, but it absorbs in. That stuff works well for uh, for hay injuries. Cool. I'll have to look for that. Yep. Yeah, uh, but I've gotten to the point where like it's surprisingly easy to do, mm-hmm. um, and it's like I've only been doing it for a month. I wouldn't ex- have expected that. But something about the fact that I'm using multiple muscles and I'm using muscle memory and I'm like, this sucks. So I want to do it the most efficient way as possible. It's like you get a little stronger, but then you get better at using that series of motions. Mm-hmm. But then the strength improves those series of motions. So like I picked up my trash today and the can was probably like 80 pounds full of stuff. And that was hard. But if I had had to throw it, I would have had no problem. (laughs) But I'm not willing to throw a bag of trash into the street. (laughs) Well, you know, for the most part in a civilized society. Yeah, not (laughs) not really considered the the most uh, coof thing. Yeah. (laughs) Although it could be fun. It's like an episode of there's this episode of Mighty Boosh, which I know you haven't watched yet. No, I ha- ha- although I sent you links, but you didn't comment and you would have commented if you'd watched them for sure. Yeah, I still so. I haven't I haven't watched a whole lot of anything because there's another series that I want to that I want to watch from the beginning. And uh, I've been I don't know why I've just been kind of stalling on it. Yeah, uh, it been a lot of games on and and uh, I told I'm obsessed. I, I actually got Red Dead Redemption 2. I haven't played it. Well, sorry, I got my my significant other picked me up a, the disc, and it was the gameplay disc, and didn't realize that there was also a data disc that went with it. Ah, okay. so okay. I'm still waiting for the data disc. Uh, but uh, once I get that, then I'll be playing that probably fanatically, like I do with Fallout, like I do with Assassin's Creed, like I do with any games that I get, you know, into. Sometimes I'll buy a new game and then it'll sit on my desktop forever and ever because I, it's like the anticipate anticipation of the game mm-hmm. that I had when I was buying it has shifted into anxiety that I might not like it. The chase is better than the catch, my friend. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but what I, the reason I, I, we had kind of diverted from what I was talking about with the mighty Boosh. There was an episode uh, called the crack Fox. Um, <laughs> and so there, so there's this character and he's like, yeah, take the trash out. And he's like, all right. So he takes it out and he tosses it in the street, in the alley. And he's like, the guy gets all mad at him. He's like, you have to put it in the proper place or they won't take it away. And he's like, well, I'm going out to Jazzercise. <laughs> <laughs> you stay here and clean up your trash. And so he goes outside, 
And he's like, it's probably like five or six bags. Right. And he looks and it's a mountain of bags. <laughs> and he, he climbs into the bag mountain and meets this weird little guy called the crack Fox. Who's like, who's like, you can sit there if you want. You can move my boots. He's like, yeah, these aren't really boots, are they? They're Johnny's. He's like, those are my squishy boots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You need to watch the show. You will enjoy it. I'm sure you will. It's like an acid trip, but controlled and stupid and fucking hilarious. I introduced that to my uh, to my my nephews, and my one was sort of like he he's fucking playing with the VR headset or just fucking around or, or looking at his phone, but uh, M was just glued to the screen the whole time. <laughs> I've turned him into a fan. He's going to be like quoting that shit to his friends and introducing his friends to it and stuff. And good deal. Yeah, I love that. I love that. That makes me so fucking happy that I was able to like enrich because i introduced them to D too and it's like i don't play with them anymore but they play independently like i got them the books for christmas and you know like they actually play and it's like that's my influence like have you made them aware of red dwarf uh i believe my sister may have but i should see if just a follow-up yeah it's a good be a good follow-up i think that em would really like it See, A is more into sports and like, like I, it makes me wish that I knew sports a little better. He's huge into hockey. He's a big Bears fan. I mm -hmm. think he, I think he's a Flyers fan, but I'm not sure. That Flyers seems to be the family team. Well, I hope so because most Bears fans are dirty Washington Capitals fans because, you know, that's their parent club. But then there's also the sect of them that are Colorado Avalanche fans because they used to be the parent club to the to the Bears. It's always hard to tell. That's one fan base that's difficult, although I think, you know, for the most part, they they run like political parties where it doesn't matter. They just mm -hmm. automatically hate whoever isn't their parent club. Uh, I think. Well, here's the thing, like like my the whole thing started with my mom taking my sister to games. Mm hmm. And the Bears were local, you know? Yeah. So, and Philly is local. So it, it's just a matter of proximity because she didn't know anything about the sport at all. And neither did my sister. She was too little. So it's, that's how they got indoctrinated into the game. And, you know, same with football. Like you would think they'd be Eagles fans, but they don't care about pro football. They only care about college ball. There's people that are like that. I like you know? college ball too, but uh, obviously, I mean, look behind me. There is yeah. a Eagles pennant hanging there. Right. <laughs> right. You know. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I'm. Well, I mean, you know, what I'm saying is that I don't have that particular thing in common with them. And I, they, they do have my, like my sense of humor, which is great. <laughs> so I can, I can connect with them on that. Um, but I, don't know, I, I just I understand the one a little better than the other because he's more like what I was like when I was his age, you know, where he's a little more. He's not really social. He keeps to himself. He just kind of wants to play games and be left alone mm -hmm. and do what he enjoys, whereas the other's more outgoing and wants to go be with people and go hang out wherever you know twins being polar opposites on certain aspects yeah 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 it's really interesting it is very much like one of them ended up like me and one of them ended up like my sister you know <laughs> and it's interesting uh, but it's cool it was really cool uh i was glad to be able to introduce them to some shit from my world and 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 them to introduce the thing is like they didn't really have much to show back like i was like we're like looking at youtube stuff on my tv and i'm like do you guys have anything good they're like no i'm like yeah you do come on everybody does well plus i know you guys spend like a significant portion of your evenings watching meme videos i'm like throw that on i'll watch that 
meme videos and old vine compilations and yeah. stuff like that yep yeah yeah and like uh i don't know if i know you're not like hugely familiar with the elder scrolls series the bethesda Mm-mm. series because they're but they're you know the same kind of similar type of game to fallout yeah in terms of like the layout and the, produ- the production value and all that but uh in one of them uh more uh which is oblivion there's uh this song that big that this one this group of memers grabbed and it's oblivion npcs uh in real life and they'll just take like these videos of people acting strangely or being really high or or (laughs) whatever or just ranting or getting in fights and like it's like so say there's like a guy in a walmart who's getting pissed off at at another guy for because of a mask or something you know like a mask Mm -hmm. issue or something and they'll play the you know and then he'll start getting bad then they'll start playing the combat music you know and some of them are really exploitative and make fun of the people who are clearly mentally ill so it's kind of like a you're, it's like a Russian roulette when you're looking at them because some of them are really painful to watch and others are fucking Did you hilarious. say Russian roulette? Ru- did I say roulette? I yeah, roulette. you did. Roulette. <laughs> oh, oh, That's yeah. how defensive people say it's Russian roulette. Zero Russian roulette. <laughs> <laughs> I shop at Target. <laughs> that was nice. I don't know if you had uh, if you really follow uh, any kind of social media regarding Tim Allen. I'm probably not because much like me, you think he's a worthless piece of crap. I do think he's a worthless piece of crap. I think I know what you're about to talk about, though. Did you did you see the thing where Patricia Heaton, the wife from Everybody Loves Raymond in the middle, uh, like went on this crazy tirade defending him and saying that she can't believe that they didn't include him in that new Lightyear movie and and like it was a travesty and that's his character and and that she's missed out on roles because she is a Trump supporter and huh. like playing this whole fucking boohoo me blame game oh. because Tim Allen's a piece of crap mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a piece of crap he's a criminal yeah the only reason why didn't he go to jail like that? I mean, like for a long time, because he was convicted of being of dealing coke. That's like 20 years because he's a fucking rat. That's why. Yeah, that's right. He ratted out. That's yeah. right. Yeah, he's I, he, a rat. He rolled. Yep. <laughs> he rolled on somebody and, and, and then he he changed his fucking name. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. His real last name. And this is very apropos. His real last name is Dick. <laughs> yeah, his name is Tim Dick. Well, I, I think, uh, you know, yeah, I think yeah. that his name, his name should be Tim Allen Dick. Yeah. And I like to think he's related to Andy Dick because I can't stand him either. <laughs> Andy Dick, I would punch that man so fucking hard. I just want to shatter that man's teeth and, and jaw. <laughs> and I'm not normally like that. No, you, you feel very strongly about Andy Dick. <laughs> I do not like him. I feel like he's the guy who killed Phil Hartman indirectly, but he got his wife back into Coke and, and that started yeah. her on a roller coaster of which ended up with one of the most brilliant comedians of the eighties and nineties dead. Yeah. 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 Senselessly. Yeah. Just senselessly. So yeah. Fuck her. Fuck, fuck you, him. Andy Dick. Yeah. Fuck, fuck you, Tim Allen Dick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's right. And the argument I heard is it's not the Buzz Lightyear movie. It's a Buzz Lightyear movie, which means that the new actor, the new actor is um, just playing a different Buzz Lightyear. And well, this this is the easiest summation that I've gotten from it. It's uh, it's Chris Evans who played Captain America and was in another was, teen movie and stuff. I think I thought it was Chris Pratt. No, Chris Evans. I'm pretty okay. sure it's Chris Evans. Well, let's look it up. But this oh, movie yeah. is meant to be the story of Buzz Lightyear, the man which the Toy Story toy was modeled after. So you couldn't have it be the same person. It is Chris Evans. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you, it couldn't be the same person because it's supposed to be, this is supposed to be the story of the real Buzz Lightyear that inspired the Buzz Lightyear and Toy Story. Oh. So it can't be the same person. 
No, it, it just doesn't be. make any sense. And like nobody's doubting that, you know, Tim Allen was good in that role and that he made shitload of money on it and everything uh-huh. else. He's still a piece of shit human. Right. I mean, I love the Toy Story movies. So and that's one of those things that I, I can't I can't like I won't watch um, Home Improvement anymore because I, I just he just he irritates me on it. And it was just a dumb so the same basic character that he played on that last man standing, he's just like a dumb fucking masculine jerk Girl off yeah. about everything. And, and, you know, men, this and men that, and, yeah. you know, like the same thing he did, was, I guess that that's was, why that last man standing show didn't last as long as because uh, the network got tired of him making, you know, political commentary on it. Yeah. Well, here's well, an idea, Patricia Heaton and Tim Dick. If you don't fucking want to get in trouble for making political commentary on stuff, don't do it. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, the joke was a lot better received in the 90s when that show was on that yeah. first show. Yeah. And I really enjoyed the books that he wrote. Don't stand too close to a naked man. And I'm not really here. I'm not really here was weirdly enough. My introduction to quantum physics, hmm. because that book is all about him reading about quantum physics. Wow. And and stuff. But uh, I don't know what happened in the intervening years that made him the person that he is today. But God, he's a piece of work. He's up there with Kevin Sorbo and like, oh, yeah, you know, just a total mouth. Well, you can add Patricia Heaton into that group, too, which I was very surprised by until huh. my significant other brought it to my attention the other day. She's like, you know, you watch Everybody Loves Raymond all the time and. And did you know that that she blah, blah, blah? And I was like, oh, my God, no, I didn't realize that. And then I look into <laughs> it. And sure enough, yeah, she's a uh, crazy fucking right wing conspiracy theorist. She's like, weird. I wasn't expecting it. Wasn't expecting it at all. That is really unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, like. I have mixed feelings about someone when they tell me they're Republican, like on the surface, I say to myself, well, I'm I'm going to I'm going to let them talk and I'm going to let them have their their conversation and 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 defend their position and all that mm-hmm. and just let them have their say for a while and and not necessarily argue it because what am I going to change? But on the on a deeper level, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. This. I'm disappointed okay. because I feel like they should know better than to 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 rope themselves in with those groups and call themselves Republicans. Like mm-hmm. state your beliefs, sure, right? But when you lie in bed with 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 you know animals, you're gonna get fleas. My uh, my whole thing is I'm disappointed regardless of anybody, no matter which extreme side they go to. I, I can't stand I can't stand people that are on the left. That are that are I super agree. extreme to the left. Oh, they're fucking you know, terrible. They're I just terrible. And like, the- I feel bad for anybody who gets that caught up in this uh-huh. that they just can't see clear of it, no matter which side it is. It yeah. just yeah, they like to blame the sad. other side. They they're like the leftist this, the leftist yeah. that, and the the right this, and the right that. And it's like no, it's it's really you and everyone around you. It's who we vote for. Mm-hmm. It's who what we stand for. It's what we put up with. That's what that shapes the culture, not necessarily the right or the left. The right and the left is a fucking illusion. And let me tell you something. It may not have been orchestrated by the powers that be, but they certainly make it take advantage of it. Just like mm-hmm. anything else they can divide you on race, religion, politics. If they can re- divide you then they can create an enemy within. If they can create an enemy, there's fear. If there's fear, they can play with that and they can manipulate you and they can lead you and control you. Troth. If you like Storytime with Tom and Mike or our Let's Play channel, Gaming with Tom and Mike, please consider contributing to our Patreon. For only $1 a month, you'll receive access to bonus content such as lost segments from the podcast, unaired gaming videos, behind-the-scenes audio and video, sketches, and more. Just go to www.patreon.com slash Tom and Mike. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the rest of the show. Recently, um, Mike Lindell... Who we all uh, know as the insane my pillow guy. Yeah, the my pillow guy uh, got super butthurt on on you know in you know on a national level uh, because 
Walmart doesn't want to stock their products in his in their stores anymore. But yet they're still going to offer it on online, online which right. I you know, I guess I can see they don't have to carry as much stock because it's not in the stores, but doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose of of not I don't know. It's Well, I don't think they're distancing him from him in terms of of a uh, political so much as they are that the product is shit. Yeah, yeah. It has poor reviews, and they're like, "Well, people will still buy it, but we'll just keep it what we have in a warehouse, and if it sells enough, we'll buy more." But we're not stocking this on our shelves because no one fucking wants it. It's a waste of store space. Yeah, right, right. So, I buy my pillows from Walmart usually, and I've never bought a my pillow. Yeah, well, from what I've heard, they're awful. Because uh, I actually in the uh, in I found this article on Reddit. And I and in the Reddit comments, there were tons of people saying like, yeah, you know, I got one as a gift or whatever. And like I would wake up with neck pain and shoulder pain and fucking headaches and shit because it's like these crunchy little cubes of 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 foam, foam isn't it? Yeah, I was yeah. going to say it's like it's like they took a pillow and cut it into little pieces and then made another pillow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think what happened is Mike Lindell, like was driving under the influence and crashed into like a warehouse and discovered it was like an abandoned warehouse full of old pillows. <laughs> so he got a wood chipper and a big dumpster and just fucking filled the dumpster with wood chip. with wood with chipped up pillows and then just yeah. said like I got to make more pillows. Yeah, yeah. This is going <laughs> to this is going to fuel my habit for years. <laughs> this is revolutionary. Yeah, I think I think he's on methamphetamine or something right now. I I don't think he ever stopped being on it. He may never have, yeah. This story comes from us hot off the presses, you know, circa 1993. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I think it was 1993. Yeah, it was. <laughs> this lawyer named Gary Hoy, who enjoyed doing like a party trick for people in his office where he would tell them how the windows were uh, in the skyscraper that he worked in were unbreakable. So he would throw himself at the windows and bounce off and so forth until the day they weren't hmm. <laughs> until the day that, uh, that he decided to do it and uh, ended up plummeting from the 24th floor through the window. I know. Sorry, I'm laughing, but it's important to note that the glass did not, in fact, break. The thing about these windows is they're not designed to take an impact of that level from out from indoors. They're meant to take it from outside, so they're protected against wind and elements. Mm -hmm. But and they are unbreakable. But you're not supposed to charge full sprint into them. And, yeah, and what he ended up them. doing was not breaking the window, but actually popping it out of the frame. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Because the glass, again, was made to withstand impacts from outside, not from inside. I'm imagining. And, and the day that it happened, he had already bounced himself off at once, went back for a second shot. And then <laughs> I, I like how in the article after it describes what happened, it says the fall killed him instantly from the 24th floor. <laughs> do, do you think? Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm picturing some final destination shit. Like he hit the ground, but the glass hit the ground just a few seconds before him. And all that glass, shattered glass, bounced up and pierced him like Swiss cheese as he hit the ground. You know, mm -hmm. you, you know, just something super over the top gory. Because when you fuck with death that much, it's gonna it's gonna hit you harder, I think. You're gonna be like Ryan Dunn from Jackass and like slam into a pole at 120 miles an hour with double the legal limit of alcohol in your system and burst into flames and burn to death. You know, terrible, terrible. But you know, when you flirt with death, eventually it will fucking, it's going to fuck you eventually. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. It's going to fuck you. It's going to raw dog your ass too. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't personally myself ever imagine Hurling myself at a window. No. 
period, no, period, no. any window. I don't care if it's a foot off the ground, if it's level with the ground, if it's, you know, but 24 stories up. I mean, that's I'm sure it's a great party gag and, you know, people get a kick out of it until, again, they don't. Well, let's <laughs> because the window glass came out, you came out and it left the frame and the blinds and everything behind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> somehow that makes it funnier. <sighs> the, yeah. the curtains just blow back, and he. Well, that's what the, the there was a cop from uh, from up there that was quoted as saying the frame's still there, the blinds are still there, <laughs> just the glass and E were not. When do you ever throw yourself against anything? Because you said you don't typically throw yourself against windows, but how often are you physically hurling yourself against any surface? I think Other unless you're a professional your wrestler uh, doing it for uh, the ring, you know, against the ropes or something, I don't think that people tend to really throw themselves at anything, period. Right. I don't even throw my cell phone on my mattress anymore because I'm, no. I'm too fat and I'm afraid I'm going to destroy it. Well, not only that, every time I do it, I pop the sheet off. Yeah. You know how fucking oh, annoying that is. God, that's the you worst. Know, I get into bed like as gingerly as possible, yeah. like I'm sleeping on nitro. Yeah. Know? And I'm like, I don't want it to explode. I better be careful because I don't want the sheet to come up and meet me at the edge of the mattress. Right. And then and then it does that in the middle of the night and you just have to deal with it all night. Yeah, pretty much. I just go fuck it and roll over and push it behind me because mattresses nowadays, a uh, queen mattress with a pillow top is larger than a queen sheet. Right. Right. You know, so I don't and know why luck. the why the sheet companies have not caught up. Well, yeah, good luck finding it in most at retail stores. You have to like special order the fucking yeah. pillow top. Yeah, it sucks. And even then, if someone on the other side of the bed has over time shifted the sheet enough, it mm -hmm. creates that tension and then it just pops in the middle of the night. And you're like, you put your hand up and you feel, oh, it's a different texture. Well, my OCD can't handle that. No fucking way. It needs to be one uniform fucking <laughs> and, and no blanket underneath me that's going to curl up and create a small fold that my body will feel as though it was fire from the sun. No, I can't handle it. It needs to be a uniform goddamn surface and texture. Oh, I get it. There's been plenty of times in the middle of the night prior to me giving up that I'd get up and stand on the side of the bed and try futilely to wrestle the sheet out from under my significant yeah. other yeah. and uh and and straighten the sheet out and then i'd climb back in bed only to have the thing fucking pop off again yeah that's why yeah. i gave up and those little garters that you can put on are useless useless and a pain in the ass especially if you have a queen or a king pillow top yeah. because those things weigh like five million pounds those mattresses are so goddamn heavy. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's like fighting a dead whale to put a sheet yeah. on it. And then, oh, let me put some straps on it, too. You know, and make sure that they're spaced far enough from the edge that they're not going to, you know, come whipping up over the top of the mattress while I'm sleeping. Or, <laughs> you know, let go like a fucking thousand pound strength rubber band. Yeah. You know, because the sheet slipped right out from inside of it. I just... I've gotten to the point where I'm just, well, I said, I've, I've been defeated so many times now that I just go, fuck it. I just roll over and put my back towards the mattress and hope that it doesn't bother me so greatly that I can't sleep. You know what? Honestly, although they're kind of a pain in the ass because they, they get untucked really easily. But when I was in the army, I never had this problem because instead of having a fitted sheet, he had flat sheets, he had flat sheets and you just tuck them in a certain way. Yep. And then pulled them tight underneath the bed and they would stay. And you know, sheets don't have elastic that wants to creep up over exactly, the side of the mattress. Exactly. They don't want to pop They're they're inert <laughs> and it worked a lot better. I mean, if maybe if you thrashed around in your sleep a lot, maybe, but making love like a gorilla. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> doing some hardcore fucking, but nobody was doing that in the barracks. You know, I would hope not. Yeah. But if they would, did, I wouldn't ask. They wouldn't have to tell. Yeah. Well, I think I think that the act in a public place might be telling. <laughs> I mean, you know, when I when I say a public place, I mean like literally a room with sixty other dudes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like slap, slap, slap. Oh yeah, fuck me. Ah, ah, ah. And the other everybody else is like, um, hmm, hmm. 
don't ask, don't tell, don't maybe do <laughs> in front of. <laughs> yeah. How about you not fuck each other right in our plain view? Yeah. Cause I mean, regardless of, of who's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they'd appreciate you bringing your date back and banging him there either. I guess, I guess don't ask, don't tell, don't fuck, don't. <laughs> it just wasn't like a good enough. Like they were like, well, we can't use that. It's implied. Please don't butt fuck in front of each other, uh, in front of uh, others, <laughs> unless everyone's fully consenting to that. Like, I mean, well, whole, then, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, but you don't subject someone to that. Without like your consent. first day they're like all right guys i'm just feeling the room out yeah i just want to see who's into this i'm into it i feel like this is a good time for everyone you know? so what do you guys think show of hands yeah yeah it was yeah. okay he, with me just you know raw dogging it here with with my buddy bukowski yeah bukowski you know he he, he, he he's he's my type he's a twink a i mean let's be honest feel free to masturbate while we're doing it yeah, yeah. Or you know, join like, in. You yeah. know, no no holds barred, man. Yeah, yeah. But he's he's a skinny, kind of feminine guy, almost looks like an elf, exactly my type. And uh he's willing. He's willing. <laughs> and I'm able. And you know, I've always been fascinated with these bunks because they've got the bars, so there's lots of places to grip onto, so you can get different leverage and mm. and, and and angles in and it just feels like an opportunity I would feel terrible if I missed. But at least you're being honest because you brought it up and you asked her about his opinion. And uh, I would assume if they said no, that you would respect that. Yeah. That is, that is and respect. you could just quietly fuck under the cover of darkness. <laughs> under a you pile know. of blankets. Yeah. I Where nobody like will notice. I don't like having sex under blankets. It gets too fucking hot. Yeah. Yeah. You got to whip that stuff off and have it have it all exposed to the wind. <laughs> so the Calgary Stampede, what, what is the Calgary Stampede? That's, I that guess is an question. arena football uh, team in Calgary. I don't know if they, I ah. guess they still exist. I'm assuming. Okay. That's uh, that's uh, Canadian football. Okay. Well, interesting. So let me ask you a question. Do you like craft dinner or as Okay, it's... actually I'm going to I'm going to rescind what I said there. I'm assuming they must still exist because this article was from May 17th of this year. Okay. Do I like craft? Now, you see this is an interesting one because not only did they have it there, but it was available around us too. Really? Yes. Interesting. They had it at, at Walmart. I'm positive really? of it. And uh, I remember thinking to myself, Kraft macaroni and cheese flavored ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking love Kraft macaroni and cheese. Yeah. I'm, like I'm, I'm a blue box kid. I love homemade macaroni and cheese also. I, but the Kraft macaroni and cheese is its own special place. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Thinking about that being a frozen dairy treat. I don't know. It's just uh, there's something something to miss there. Something, something weird. Something I, wrong. Th yeah. It would be like eating frozen macaroni and cheese, I think. And something <laughs> is just off on the texture and the flavor on that. I just I don't know that I can wrap my head around. Now, I'm not going to knock it because I haven't tried it, but I'm saying I don't think that it's something that uh, I particularly am interested in. It I, the picture in the article I'm looking at, it just looks so fucking gross. It looks what it looks like is that someone made liquid cheese mm -hmm. that around the texture of ice cream or around the, the thickness of ice cream and just squirted it out into a tube. And that in and of itself is repulsive. It's like someone took the Velveeta packets. Yeah. And, and just ate the cheese sauce. Yeah, exactly. Only the sauce was a little thicker. Like it was mixed up with. Uh, oh, don't forget. It's cold flour too. or something. But, <laughs> but on top of that, it's served cold. And that, oh. I think I'd be less grossed out by it if it had chunks of noodles in it for some reason. <laughs> Dude, I don't feel good now. I'm not, even, I'm not even sure why. It just feels like it would make more sense that way. And if you want to get real fancy, little chunks of hot dogs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Mm, hot dogs and craft macaroni and cheese are fucking banging. So let's let's go through a list of some of the wonderful foods that the Calgary Stampede has released as midway food for this this year. Yeah. Um crazy tongue pizza, which is pizza with cow tongue. I'd try that. I don't know that I would, man. I still have an aversion to eating cow tongue. I've heard it's delicious. I've I, heard it is too, but this is something for me having cows and being licked by them and stuff just kind of you know, yeah. just it, 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 it just doesn't, uh, it doesn't appeal to me, I guess, even though I eat beef. Now mm-hmm. I'm not saying, I mean, if somebody had had it, you know, cooked up, sliced up for sandwiches and they were like, here's, here's some beef. And I ate it and I was like, that's good. And they're like, it's cow tongue. I would probably eat it then, but, uh, I'd probably have to be tricked into it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to eat it and then learn what it was. Yeah. And I've, I mean, I've had that happen before with things. So yeah, yeah, me too. I, I, yeah, it's, I, I guess I'm more willing to try it now than I would, but it would have to be how it was served. It would have to be like cut up in little pieces. Like if it was a big old hunk of fucking tongue, I would not be able to. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I always imagine. Like they're cooking it and they pull (laughs) it out of the oven and it's just a fucking tongue with the hair sticking off of it and everything. And like, Right on on top of a pizza, yeah, yeah. That doesn't that doesn't sound very good to me. Shaved down into like roast beef. Yeah. I think I could probably I could probably do that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Korean squid ink corn dog contains, contains no, no squid. squid. It has no squid in it, but I'm assuming it has ink in it. Which uh, why? Well, you know that makes the corn dogs dark like black in color Mm -hmm. so like i don't know if they ever did it in the states but in japan and oh yeah it's a big thing with the whoppers and everything where they they did the buns and and all stuff with ink in them to make everything black everything the cheese yeah yeah so that it's other everything other than the vegetables is mixed with I'm not um, even sure the vegetables weren't. The tomatoes might have been injected with it too. I'm not that's sure. Possible, yeah. I don't know about the lettuce. I don't know how you would do it with lettuce, but maybe if you soaked it in it. Yeah, I mean, maybe it is, it is pretty veinous, so you know, or venous or whatever you call that, where it has lots of little vessels to soak up. I go with venous. Venous. I think. <laughs> yeah. This next one sounds pretty good, actually. Actually, yeah, it does sound good. Cajun fried cheese curd poutine. Ooh. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. That sounds like that would be a a spicy cheese curd poutine, which I could yeah. I could definitely get behind. For sure, for sure. Pop rocks popcorn chicken. Pop rocks. I just think that maybe the sweet doesn't go with with the savory on that one. Yeah, I feel the same way. I just don't think that. I don't want to bite into chicken and have it explode in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, there's something gross about thinking about biting into something that's chicken and having something pop like a cyst in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's not supposed to be fizzy. It's chicken. <laughs> this next one sounds really good, too. Deep fried Oreo mini donuts. Mmm. Yeah. I can get behind that. Yeah. I don't, you know, the thing, you know, like it sounds amazing, but I call it the Nutella factor, which is that I love Nutella for about three seconds. I'm so, and I've just hit the point where it's like, like really super sweet or really fucking Mm. rich desserts. I still love Nutella. I love them. And I'll eat them, but it's like three bites in, and I'm like, oh god. I, <laughs> I do I do that with uh, with cakes sometimes, where you're just like, oh, I got this nice big piece of cake, and you're eating like half of it, and you're like, I don't think I can finish this. I'm gonna fucking throw up. <laughs> it's too sweet. <laughs> cookie dough nut cookie dough. I'm not sure what exactly that means. Is that like a cookie donut? But it's the dough that they made the cookie donut from. Cookie donut, cookie dough. Cookie dough, not. Um, I can't. No, I can't make sense that my brain refuses to part. <laughs> <laughs> it's cookie donut, cookie dough. I don't know what it is, but I'm I'm on board for it. 
I don't know. I'd try it. Oh, yeah, Hon- absolutely. Honey habanero ice pops. Now, here you got something that's probably very hot, but yeah. sweet and cold. Right. Uh, so it's definitely an intriguing thought. Um, I don't yeah. know. I might be tempted to try it. I might be tempted to try it as long as it's not like, oh, my God, somebody please put me out of my misery hot. Right. Um, waffle cookie dough ice cream sandwich. Absolutely. Sounds delicious. Yeah. yeah. The next one, uh, I don't understand why anybody would do this. I guess it kind of falls in line with those bad jelly beans and so forth. But bad breath lemonade and it has garlic in it. Yeah. <laughs> bad breath lemonade. What would you why would you I mean, unless it's the most thirst quenching thing that we didn't know about. Why would you want to drink something that was called bad breath lemonade? <laughs> I'd be like uh, instant diarrhea lemonade. <laughs> like the second it hits your stomach, you're going to shit your pants. I don't know. Like there doesn't feel like there's an upside. No. <laughs> What's the next one? Horchata. I don't know what this is. Horchata pineapple. I don't know. I should look up what horchata is. Horchata. Horchata is when you shit yourself. Hmm. Horchata is a Mexican drink. Uh, let's see. Horchata or oxata is the name given to various kinds of beverages usually made from plants, although it can sometimes contain milk. In Spain, it is made with soaked, ground, and sweetened tiger nuts. <laughs> <laughs> no tigers were harmed in the making of this podcast. <laughs> Tiger nuts. I wasn't expecting. <laughs> I was not ready for that. That's funny. That is a that is a funny name, <laughs> and I'm sure it's not actual tiger testicles, but still, one can imagine and chuckle. Imagine and chuckle. <laughs> Lick my butt knuckle. Lemon meringue lychee lemonade. I know I've heard of lychee before, but I can't think of what it is off the top of my head. It's like a small little. <laughs> Imagine like a huge grape. That's okay, about yeah. what it's like with like a kind of a kiwi-esque coating or like 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 skin around it, only it's a little thicker, like a thick about as thick as the skin of a mango, if I hmm. remember. And it's white in color. And it's it's like I've heard people describe it as biting into an angel's eyeball. Now, are we talking sweet cherubish angels? Or are we talking the way that they actually probably were supposed to look from the Bible, which is just a scary hell mouth with 6,000 eyes and feathers? I'm pretty sure it was the angelic, like, like the Renaissance era painting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you don't want, although I would think, I would think that if it was the biblically accurate angels, that <laughs> they would be able to spare a couple eyes. Yeah, I'm imagining from what I've heard. Yes, they have plenty. Especially that one that's like the circle of fire, the three rings, the three concentric <laughs> rings. That thing's got 5,000 eyes. I think it's going to be okay if it misses one or two. Especially if they're delicious. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But uh, let's see what's next. Duck Pond Lemonade. Three liters of lemonade topped with a rubber duck. I was afraid there was going to be some duck poop or something in it. I just, that's what Duck Pond made me think of. They shit constantly. <laughs> but so, okay, so it's lemonade with a it's rubber a, duck on a it. A lot of lemonade. That is that is a an absurd amount of lemonade for one person. Yeah, <laughs> that's an absurd amount of, like, okay, think, think about the fact that a two liter bottle of soda, that's something you buy for your family and it gets finished in like two or three days not fucking yeah one afternoon with other i killed food. a two liter bottle in a day but i, I was drinking two. a lot during that time like it just seemed like i was never like i was my thirst was unquenchable that day yeah well i think water might have worked a little better than soda in that case true but- samosas on a stick now samosas are like a uh almost like a ravioli looking thing but they're deep fried Mm -hmm. fried or baked and they have um 
delicious toppings in them. So I think that uh, I need a little more information on what's inside these samosas. I think what needs to happen is that you and I need to get some Indian food because um, that samosas are Indian food. Oh, and you knew what they were. Yeah. Yeah. And they're delicious. Um, How about samosa poutine? Is that like poutine inside of one of these things? Maybe. Uh, I definitely say yes to that. I would say it's probably samosa, like, well, let's see. So samosas can have potatoes and onions and peas. So I could see that maybe topped with gravy and cheese curds, which is an unusual fusion of foods. I guess it depends on what kind of curds you would use. Mm-hmm. Um but one of the things about Indian food is it typically does not contain cow's milk or any cow product. So if there is cheese, it's usually goat cheese. Yeah. I've had goat cheese before. It's delicious. It takes a, it takes a little getting used to, but a it's, little more it's, bitey and salty, I think mm-hmm, than, uh, mm-hmm. than you, than regular cheese, but still I like my cheese to have a little bite to it. Yeah, I do too. It reminds me a bit of feta cheese. Yeah. Uh, so let's see what else is on this amazing list. Flamin' Cheetos fries. Kind of self-explanatory. Pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. yeah. Unagi sushi taco. What's in, un, un, unagi? Unagi. Unagi. Freshwater eel. Okay. All right. Not my thing, but it's amazing to me how how ethnic this food is in these yeah. in this Canadian uh, uh, stadium here. It's yeah. it gets me octopus rangoon. Yeah, all over the place with this. Now, what is? I won't eat octopus. Kikiem. Kikiem is um is a pork. It's a Chinese dish of minced pork and prawn seasoned with five spice powder rolled in a bean curd skin wrapper steamed and fried until crisp and golden oh that looks so i am so fucking hungry dude that sounds i know we always end up talking about food and we always end up getting hungry that actually sounds pretty damn good yeah it looks and sounds delicious chili lime cop popcorn shrimp that also sounds pretty fucking good yeah yeah Beef stew rice bowl. Okay, that's pretty self-explanatory. Cotton yeah. candy lemonade, glazed donut, grilled cheese. Mm. Sounds decadent. Yes. Um, maple glazed Oreo donuts. Sounds good. Unicorn glazed donut stick. I'm not sure what it is, but it sounds good too. Yeah, I imagine maybe that it's like like rainbow colored or something. Yeah. Or maybe it has glitter in it. Jalapeno. <laughs> jalapeno cheesy cauliflower bites sounds pretty damn good too i like cauliflower i like cheese i'm good with jalapeno so yeah i don't like cauliflower but i would try it um black forest mini donuts cookie dough Mm. mini donuts chipotle pickle philly okay i don't know what feel like those are words are out of order <laughs> right how about a philly chipotle pickle <laughs> yeah yeah exactly uh pickle bun sandwich i don't like pickles so that doesn't appeal to me at that all would, I, I i love pickles so uh i'm i'm down for trying these too yeah even though i don't know what they are i like chipotle and i like uh pickles and you know philly just makes me think of a cheesesteak or something so i'm not right. sure right oh but, that's probably uh, what it is it might be a cheesesteak with some chipotle and pickles in it which sounds fucking delicious yeah that's probably what it is that's probably what it is cotton candy noodles i'm not a big cotton candy uh fan with the like i like cotton candy but i like when people get drinks that are flavored like them and horrible ice cream that's flavored like it and stuff it's just it's just too much for me i just if i want cotton candy flavor i will eat some cotton candy well the cotton candy experience is all about getting that shit all over your face and in your beard no matter how sticky yeah yeah exactly you don't the drinks are gross yeah i've had different cotton candy flavored stuff and no, it cotton candy is an experience. You don't really eat cotton candy for the flavor, because all it is is fucking flavored sugar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's, it's, <laughs> it's fucking sugar that got melted under heat. Yeah, and turned into a uh, thread. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like it's like eating uh, insulation. 
<laughs> More or less. Insulation does look like it, but kids, be warned, do not eat insulation. It doesn't taste good. Well, and it will micro abrade the inside of your body to the point where you'll you'll fucking die. Yeah, a horrible slow death. All Deep right. fried mochi. So mochi. Mochi is um like a like a like a cake made out of rice. Yeah, they're similar somewhat to macaroons, but but they're a much lighter flavor. Deep fried strawberries. I see. I'm not a big strawberry eater, and I don't know how you would deep fry a strawberry without fucking it completely up. So that's 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 an interesting thought uh, of pro- like a process that I don't think I quite understand. I'm assuming that they dip them in something and then deep fry them like batter, because thinking of just deep frying a strawberry by itself would probably just turn it into a puddle of red liquid mush yeah yeah total mush steedo's flaming hot chicken sando not that's chicken how you, sandwich. that's how you say sandwich if you're cool yeah well yeah well clearly steve-o is cool as fuck well steve-o sando you know yeah. i mean it makes sense yeah i'd still eat the sandwich but i'd Johnny want knoxville make- sandville <laughs> <laughs> and here we are at the craft dinner soft serve i just i don't know i don't know i think one day my curiosity is going to get the better of me and i'm going to try it yeah but uh that day is not today well here's one that i absolutely would not try or even fucking get near the fucking place that sells it mealworm hot dog now you see i would try that i think i would try it because it's cooked. They're dead. Maybe mealworms are delicious. Maybe. It's possible. It's possible. I might actually try that. I might, tr- like, if they had a little sample, like, here, I'd try a sample size piece of this. I would, I would try it. Mm. I think that I, I think that I would, because mm. I would just, like, what if they're the most delicious worms ever? <laughs> <laughs> they're still worms, though. I, it's a psych, it's a psychological thing for me. I realize it's just food, but it could yeah. be food. I think I've had chocolate covered grasshopper before, mm. which is a weird. It, it's weird when you eat something like that and it's crunchy, mm-hmm. and like the the crunch kind of puts you off just a little bit. <laughs> Where you're like, oh god, that was crunchy. Oh, that was weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chili cheeseburger onion. I'm down. Okay, I, I'm down. Except I'm confused. Is this an onion that's been hollowed out and filled with chili cheeseburger? <laughs> I don't know. It sounds to me like maybe it would be a blooming onion where it's an onion that's uh, cut up and batter dipped, and then they put chili cheeseburger stuff on it. Can you imagine? Okay, so hollow out an onion and fill it with fucking stuff, right? And then, um, mm. and then fucking coat it in batter and deep fry it. That would be dope. It sounds good to me. That would be amazing. I would eat this fuck out of that bow bows so bow bows are well they're like uh i looked it up they're like um uh, similar to a dumpling okay or a pot sticker pickle sandwich pig cold sandwich i'm assuming it's some kind of pork with pickles yeah that's my guess sounds good to me like a cuban yeah yeah buttered french toast mini donuts uh yes please yeah. Uh, Naimo bar mini donuts. I don't know what a Naimo bar is. Or sorry, non-Naimo bar. Well, but um, it's donuts, so it can't be bad. Says that Naimo is a city and ferry on the port of the east of Vancouver in British Columbia, Canada. Interesting. So it must be just a Canadian thing. Regional candy bar thing. Yeah, yeah cricket hot dog and here we are eating fucking bugs again in the form of hot dog and i would i would probably try it Mm. just to say that i did elote corn which is grilled corn i would absolutely eat that and i don't why wouldn't they just call it grilled corn because it's ethnic it's it's a spanish dish fair enough vegan chili cheese mexican dish i pardon me it's a, a mexican dish I would try the vegan chili cheeseburger for sure. I would I would give it a shot. Korean barbecue fries. Have you ever had Korean barbecue? No. Dude, it is fucking outstanding. Mm. 
It is delicious. I've had Korean barbecue and it's like probably one of my favorite iterations of barbecue. All right. Last one. Oreo rice. Oreo rice. I don't know. That one's got me confused. Yeah. So what is Oreo rice? I'm going to look it up. Maybe there'll be some explanation. Explanation. Oreo rice cooker recipe. What is an Oreo rice? Apparently it's taking Oreos and steam cooking them in Mm -hmm. using a rice cooker to steam the rice in milk instead of water to create a creamier grain. Hmm. I don't know, but it sounds fucking awesome. You had the word Oreo in it. They sold me there. Yeah, that's true. Difficult to, uh, Difficult to to fuck up an Oreo. Yeah, maybe if pretty, you put pretty classic. Maybe if you put mustard on an Oreo, that would be <laughs> a good way to ruin it. <laughs> maybe it's honey mustard, so it's nice and sweet. Yeah, yeah. Man, I I gotta say here, dude, we need to end this podcast because I need to fucking eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once again, we have uh, we have talked about food. For the majority of the time, even even though we 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 dipped into some very uh very ethnic dishes here available yeah. at the uh, Canadian uh, Football League Stadium, I would of say the Calgary Stampeders. This episode has been a smorgasbord of 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 amazing and suspect foods in some cases, uh, but it's definitely opened my eyes to things that I would want to try. Yeah, and that I will look for in the future when I try out restaurants um so i was in baltimore as i had said this weekend and i found we, we were going to go to the cheesecake factory um but it it was like an hour wait so we ended I up just i just don't get the cheesecake factory thing man i mean there can't be that many different kinds of cheesecake enough to make a restaurant out of it yeah it's okay it's it's a it's a novelty but we ended up going to a place called uh Oh God, I can't remember. Mecco Takeo or something like that. It was Peruvian uh, mm. rotisserie chicken. And it was so fucking good, dude. Oh my I'm God. I'm telling you, that's the way that Korean barbecue is. It'll make you do the same exact face. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking ridiculously good. Yeah. Is, is Johnny Rocket still down there in the, uh, in the mall there? Do you know? Did you look? I didn't look for it, no. Hmm. I always, I always liked that restaurant. I always kind of dug it. Yeah. And you know, we could sit here and talk about food and restaurants in Baltimore forever, but I just looked at the clock and we are out of time. So that's all going to have to be stories for another time. Thank you for listening to story time with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Giving it to you like that hunger deep down inside you that you have right now to try mealworm hot dogs and cricket hot dogs. You know, you want to. And to top it off with some craft dinner soft serve. Mm, yeah, some cold macaroni and cheese ice cream. Mm. <laughs> Bye. Bye.